Hello, and welcome to the Review of Myopia Management podcast. The topic for our podcast today is Essentials to Kickstart Your Myopia Management Practice. I'm Dr. Dwight Ackerman, Chief Medical Editor of Review of Myopia Management, and we're here today with Stacy Jones, Christy Locke, and Jordan Dow, all of whom have been certified in Cooper Vision's Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program. We'd like to thank Cooper Vision for sponsoring this podcast, and we look forward to learning from these leading optometrists about their experiences in slowing the progression of myopia in children. I'd like to begin by asking first Dr. Stacy Jones to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her practice. Hi, my name is Dr. Stacy Jones, and I practice in um, Southern California. I'm in Orange County. I am an employee of Total Vision, and we have um, multiple locations, and I work primarily out of our Ladera Ranch and Rancho Santa Margarita locations. Thank you, Dr. Jones. Dr. Christy Locke, please tell us about your practice. Hi, uh, I practice full-time pediatrics in a large ODMD private practice called Thomas I Group. It's located in Atlanta with several practices in, in the Atlanta area, and I specifically practice out of Sandy Springs. Um, I did a master's while um, doing my optometry education, and my research was in myopia, and that's given me a really unique perspective, both clinically and um, having some research experience. Very good. Thank you, Dr. Locke. And finally, Dr. Jordan Dow, please introduce yourself. Yeah, uh, my name is Dr. Jordan Dow. I am a uh, owner of a private practice just south of Jacksonville, Florida in St. John's. Uh, we're actually a brand new practice. We opened only about three years ago and uh, I'm the sole doctor here and we see patients of all varieties, uh, young and old, and we've really been excited to implement myopia control because of all the families that are coming in and a way to use it as a way to grow our practice. Fantastic. Thank you, Dr. Dow. So we certainly have three experts in myopia management, and we're very anxious to hear your perspective today. So I'd like to begin first with Dr. Stacy Jones. Uh, Dr. Jones, why did you decide to become certified by the Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program? So I have dabbled for a little bit in myopia control, but it was nothing ever formal. We you know, knew kind of this design that is supposed to help slow the progression um, with the distance center multifocal. And so I just utilized the multifocals that were already on the market, um, kind of like an off-label use for myopia control. And um, I loved the fact that it was a Cooper Vision product. So Cooper Vision, very well known in the industry, great reputation. Um, and that it was like a streamlined program that you could easily present to the patients and to the parents. Um, and so it just was an easy program. Um, the certification process was very straightforward. And it was a program that I could get really excited about. It had the FDA behind it and clinical trials um, that were successful. And so I was really excited to get into it. Mm -hmm. Very good. Certainly some very 
compelling reasons why you decided to become certified. Dr. Dow, what about yourself? Why did you decide to become certified by the Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program? Yeah, so as I mentioned, you know, we just started our practice a little over three years ago, and we were looking for ways to really uh, carve a place for our practice and what we wanted to do in the Jacksonville area. And I've had a lot of history of working with children, and we're in a very young area where there are lots of schools, lots of uh, children that fall right into that category of what you'd expect uh, for myopia progression to be occurring. And mm -hmm. uh, we made a decision about two years ago that we wanted to make myopia control a focus to help us build the practice, to you know increase our standing in the community. And when we really started getting into myopia control, that was about the point where we started hearing about this Cooper Vision product coming out, uh, looking at research articles from that product and similar products from around the world. Uh, we were really excited when we got FDA approval for the MySight lens. And uh, the studies were showing that it was just as successful as any other method out there. Uh, and so it was really easy decision for us to enroll. Um, in our practice, we've really, you know, made ourselves known in the community for having a lot of the newest and best technology and, and products available for our patients. And this just fit right in perfectly with what we were trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Well, it certainly sounds like you have grown your practice uh, quite extensively uh, by offering the Brilliant Futures program. Yes, it has definitely really helped solidify our status within the community as someone that can really take care of patients of all age and help do something that no one else really can. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And Dr. Locke, please uh, tell us about uh, the reasons why you became certified by the Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program. Just kind of jumping off of what Dr. Jones and Dr. Dow said, um, I really think that it offers an easy way to stay at the forefront of the field and to really offer the very best technologies and management strategies for our patients. Um, the extra level of certification um, that it carries and the ability to offer an FDA-approved therapy was very appealing to my, N my MD colleagues who were still a little bit on the fence about myopia management. And it really kind of um, paved the way for a comprehensive program to be built at our practice. Very good. Well, thank you. Very, some very compelling reasons from all of you. Let's continue, uh, Dr. Dow. What has been the reaction from parents and children? Uh, children, of course, who have myopia. What's been their reaction thus far to the Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program? Yeah, uh so one of the facets of how we uh, work with patients is education. And so we're always educating patients about anything that we feel, you know, we should regarding their eyes and with uh, kids and getting their eyes checked and identifying myopia at an early age. Uh, a lot of uh, parents don't really know what that means. And so we show them what their child sees, uh, simulating it with trial lenses. We uh, show them, simulating what their child's on pace to get to without myopia control treatment. And there's always a moment where there's almost even a little, little bit of fear in the, in the parent about, you know, the path that the child's on. And so being able to have real options, you know, research mm -hmm. that shows that we can help them in a way that they didn't think was possible for a problem they didn't even know existed mm -hmm. uh, is something that really 
makes them feel comfortable both with the product, uh, with with us, and really lets them know that we are invested in them uh, and helping their their child's eyes in its progression. Mm-hmm. And it really helps them know that they can do something now. Uh, they can really help their child's future by doing something now. And I think that means a lot to them. And every family that we've had enroll in the program has been very happy with the results. And I think they feel safer just because they know that they're in good hands with both the products and with how we're able to you know, treat them within the process. Mm-hmm. So important to give parents and children confidence. Moving on, uh, Dr. Jones, uh, obviously you practice in a large uh, group setting with many staff members. So what's been the reaction of your staff to the Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program? So the staff was really excited about it. I think mostly because I was really excited about it and the other doctors in the office as well. So they kind of saw this as this new, exciting, you know, as um, Jordan mentioned, this new technology that we would be able to offer to the patients. You know, they they have heard about myopia control um, just from what we've done previously with patients, but I don't really know if they fully understood the purpose of it. So for them to be able to get, you know, the education and the training um, that we got to and, and why we fit this lens, it helps them now when they're doing pre-testing to talk to the kids, talk to the parents, um, especially on those ones where they're seeing that they're myopes and seeing that they're you know, VAs are changing every six months or every year or so. So they got really excited about it and they love the pamphlets and, you know, the, the, the trifold binder that we have mm-hmm. that they can, they can show to the parents and the kids. So yeah, they're excited about it. All the collateral materials. I yes, think that's say. what I was looking the for. Collateral materials. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. Well, it's so important, as as we all know, it's so important to have an enthusiastic, educated staff to work with parents and children since, you know, you have a very busy practice and you have limited time. Uh, Really nice to hear how they've embraced the program. Moving along, Dr. Locke, so obviously you practice in a very large ODMD group practice, but how do prospective myopia management children actually get to you? How do they land in your examination room? So my mode of practice really does benefit me in that aspect because I am all pediatrics. Um, I've been able to kind of carve out a niche for myself in the practice of now being our myopia management go-to. So most of my initial referrals were from other doctors, ODs or MDs inside of our own practice. Um, I designed an an educational handout that's used by all of our locations and mirrors the same exact information that we offer on the website, very similar to the materials that um, are kind of the things that are gone over in that brilliant future certification and just made sure everything was consistent. And that really helped play a role for all of these millennial parents that want to do their own research before they get to me for a consult. To give them mm-hmm. that opportunity to, to do that on their own. And that was a really big benefit. Again, I do a consultation. I, I don't try to cram this all into a routine exam. 
so that, that by the time they get to me, um, we get to have a really in-depth conversation. And that's been a big benefit because then these parents become advocates for me in the community and are able to help generate uh, referrals in their own circles, especially on things like parent Facebook groups have been a really big uh, benefit for our practice. And just establishing myself in the community as an expert has been really helpful. In addition, I've started to receive referrals from other local optometrists. Um, and I think that that's a really cool and oftentimes overlooked aspect in, in our profession. As optometrists, we're fully capable of co-managing within our profession and having that brilliant future certification, which is something that other optometrists can also look up, um, really helps to facilitate that. And that's been a really big benefit for me as well. Um, when I get those OD referrals, I make sure that I write a really comprehensive letter detailing what I'm doing and that we have an understanding that that patient can still be seen by that optometrist for their primary care, that we're just offering these in-depth services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very important for referral sources to understand that they are still involved in the care and still provide the comprehensive annual examinations. So, yeah, I, I think another key with what you just said, Dr. Locke, is that when you see these children, almost always they've already had a comprehensive examination. So you're seeing them in a consultation appointment where you can just focus on myopia management. That's exactly right. Yes. Thank you. Dr. Dow, with your staff, so again, as, as we've discussed earlier, you know, an educated, enthusiastic staff is, is just so critical to making myopia management successful in the practice. So how are they involved in the process in your practice before and after a patient sees you? Yeah, uh, well, actually for our staff as part of their uh, training, uh, I have them sit in on a consultation between me and me and a family. Like Dr. Locke was uh, stating, we do consultations for every patient in depth, uh, separate from the exam to make sure that they can go over all the details after they've had time to do their own research. And so I actually have my staff members sit in so that they're familiar with what we're trying to do. And it's really exciting for us because, again, we started implementing this about a year or two ago. Uh, we really started making that a focus within our practice. And so now we're starting to get patients that have been successful for a year uh, with myopia management. And my staff is seeing the results of that. They're seeing children that, you know, are really getting a lot, all the benefits that we were talking about at the beginning. And so that enthusiasm is spreading from the staff to the patients. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's really just a snowball effect. And so now uh, whenever we're having patients come in and they're starting to see that there is a risk of myopia in these patients, my staff knows, you know, what parts to talk to them about, um, how to talk to them about, you know, glasses and contacts and coming and the importance of coming in for a consultation so they can learn more, um, making sure that, you know, an email with extra information is sent to them. And uh, they're really starting to, you know, be another source of additional information for patients where they know they can come in anytime. And my staff knows what we're trying to accomplish and they've seen the effects of it. And it's, it's just very exciting for us and the community. Very much so. Thank you. Dr. Jones, what's the secret to getting parents to say yes 
to your myopia management treatment recommendations. Now, as as we've said earlier, you know, oftentimes parents are doing their own Google research before they see you. Sometimes they're a little skeptical because they really haven't heard of myopia management. So what's the secret to getting them to say yes to your recommendations? I think that it's about really believing in the program. The Brilliant Futures program did a great job in um, educating us on the FDA trials um, that they, the clinical trials that they did and the success that they were able to have. And so I think that as the doctor, you have to feel comfortable and confident when you're presenting the information to the parent. You know, they're kind of scared. They're wondering, you know, how long is my child's vision going to keep progressing? How high is it going to go? And so it's important to, you know, let them know about their options. And I really find the trifold brochure very handy. So um, during the exam, when I um, feel like I've found a kid that's a good candidate for the program, um, I do briefly discuss it with the parent and give them the pamphlet so that they can look over it themselves and then um, have them back for a consultation. So that way, you know, in the meantime, they can go on and, and do their own research. And when they come back, they, you know, have questions that I'm ready to answer for them. Mm -hmm. And I like to use the braces analogy, kind of orthodontics analogy. And I feel like when I discuss that, they really kind of, they get it because, you know, as parents, we're willing to spend time and money on our kids' teeth, you know, for a little bit of function, but mostly for cosmetic. And so when I describe the Brilliant Futures program, it's also kind of like a, like a braces program, you know, where you have this program for the health of the eyes, you know, not so much the cosmetic factor of mm -hmm. you know, out of glasses, but it's also primarily to protect the health of the eye, decrease the progression, the myopia. So then it lowers the child's risk for glaucoma, et cetera, when they're older. And so yeah. I really like, they, they grab onto that concept of like the braces program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, a very good way to explain myopia management. Uh, Dr. Locke, do you have anything to add to what Dr. Jones has just said? Yeah, um, I'm also a really big fan of educating parents, and I like to do it in a way that is not pushy. So I like to um, really highlight the non-medical behaviors that we know help uh, influence eye growth, such as time outdoors, good working distance, breaks from near work. After I go through those things, then I elaborate on the medical uh, therapies that we have, such as my site lenses, um, to kind of give them all of the details. I also, in my consults, do what I call a comprehensive risk assessment. I, um, I measure, I, I have the benefit of being able to measure a child's axial length, and that's been extremely helpful for me because I can kind of plot it against the available normative data we have for children of similar ethnicity and age. And I can say, look, you know, your child is already around the 70 75th percentile or higher for their age. And it's a really good indication that they would benefit from some of these therapies. So I am able to actually show them, um, you know, where they fall and give them an indication of what their risk might be. And then I think giving them the option to enroll right away 
or to do an additional consult, check again, recheck refractive error, recheck axial length in six months is very beneficial because it helps avoid kind of that pushy aspect. And I've gotten really good feedback from having that model. And most of the time, when parents have all that information, they choose to enroll anyways. Very good. And I completely agree with your comments about axial length, because ultimately myopia is an axial length disease. Final question here for all of you. Um, What do you attribute your early success in myopia management to? What are the, let's say, you know, one or two factors that you attribute your early success to? Let's start with you, uh, Dr. Jones. So I think that what has been helpful has been how I discuss it a lot on our social media for the company. I'm getting the program out there. A lot of parents have no idea what myopia control is and what Cooper Vision's MySight One Day program is. So I discuss it a lot on the community, local community pages, And then I have the staff involved. So that way the staff is constantly discussing options with the parents and the patient as they are pre-testing. And I think that that has helped get a lot of patients on board. Mm -hmm. Very good. Dr. Dow, what about yourself? What are the one or two major factors that, that you can attribute your early success to? I would have to say that the biggest factor is is patient education. Uh, very much in line with what Christy was saying, I think uh, really giving patients all the information and then letting them make the decision for themselves uh, is really the biggest and most important thing that I think you can do when telling patients about this. Uh, we make sure that they know every single option available. We're talking to them uh, about everything we can. We give them time to process information, do their own research. And when we're actually doing our sit-in consultation, uh, I make sure that we have enough time to answer as many questions as they possibly have. I invite them to bring not just the patient and themselves, but every family member involved in the decision-making process because I want them to feel comfortable with it. Um, Not being pushy, telling them that, yes, we can see back in six months and see how Uh, much has changed and see how much progression has happened, but still letting them be aware that we can't undo what's already been done. And once you give all this information, send them home with uh, the trifolds or uh, links to different websites where they can find information on their own, uh, guided uh, research, they are usually more than happy to explore some sort of option to help with myopia control and Um, kind of particularly with the brilliant futures, knowing the research that's out there that makes it one of the most effective ways of doing this. Um, It's just really reassuring to patients when Mm -hmm. they have all the information at their fingertips and they're coming to the same conclusions that we are. Mm -hmm. Really makes it easy for the patients and the children. Very good. Thank you. And finally, Dr. Locke, what about yourself? What, What can you attribute your early success to? Um, I think that those are really great points. The only thing to add is um, just recognizing that you have the support of the optometric community behind you. I polled so many of my colleagues in other states practicing myopia management, trying to put together a comprehensive program 
um, for Thomas I group. I talked to Justin a lot about it, trying to figure out how to do it practically. And I got such huge support and good feedback um, from the optometric community. And that has truly helped me be successful in addition um, to what Dr. Jones and Dr. Dow were saying. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't thank you all uh, enough. Uh, thank you, Dr. Jones, Dr. Locke, Dr. Dow, for your insightful comments about myopia management in general and about Cooper Vision's Brilliant Futures Myopia Management Program. And thank you, CooperVision, for sponsoring this Review of Myopia Management podcast. With that, we wish you all the best in caring for every child with myopia. Thank you very much.